Hi, this is Deadeye Dave welcoming you to the Real Blood Podcast Network. Each Saturday, you will hear a new episode of either Reasonably Real, which is our general movie podcast, or The Cast That Drips Blood, which is our horror-focused show. On Monday, we have Reasonably Newsworthy, which is our new show where we talk about the releases that you might be interested in on DVD Tuesday. We have a rotating cast of hosts, and we definitely aren't afraid to chat. So kick back, relax, and enjoy the show. Don't forget to follow us on our Facebook page in the show description and our letterbox profiles as well. If you are interested in supporting the show, telling your friends about us is the best way to make the show expand. If you are interested in supporting us monetarily, our podcasting host Anchor allows you to do that through their website, and every dollar is appreciated, but never expected. Thank you so much for your continued support, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the cast that drips blood. This is Dead Eye Dave, and joining with me today is Maniac Mike, Catastrophe Caleb, and Jigsaw Jody. How you doing? Starting with you, Maniac Mike. Doing pretty good. Uh, had a good Thanksgiving, ready to get the Christmas season kicked off, and it should be a good time. Oh yeah, we've been we've been talking for the last hour about our, our plans for Christmas, so we're getting them solidified, and y'all are going to have some good content, I can promise. Yes. Um, steady, Steve, um, will definitely agree. Um, he will agree. Yeah, he he's slightly angry right now. Uh, I think we all are. Um, I I uh, I think we're in for it. <laughs> So, uh, Catastrophe Caleb, how you doing? Today? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, this, is more your, this is more your speed, right? Not, oh, not it's abs- time. <laughs> absolutely more my speed. <laughs> Jigsaw, Jody, how you doing today, buddy? Pretty good, pretty good. All right, we're talking about some... Why haven't you seen this yet? And this is the Shutter Edition. I don't think it was intentional until we started getting <clears> right <throat> halfway through it that everyone's picks were on Shutter. So uh, this is going to be a cool little addition of uh, recommendations. And the cool thing is, chances are, if you're listening to this, I would imagine you're a horror fan. And if you're a horror fan, you should have Shudder. Um, if you don't, uh, I think Caleb could probably attest to this one. I think he's mm-hmm. the newest member of the Shudder family. You yeah. should probably get it. And we're not even yeah. sponsored. <laughs> it's but, extremely uh, cheap, and it's, it's really easy to access. It's... Uh, not like Netflix or really other the other streaming service that you put that you like a movie and some AI some system <laughs> figures out what movies you like. It's it's pretty pretty much your picks or your, what movies people think you like are just that they're picks made by actual people. Yeah. So definitely a better streaming site than most, especially if you like horror. All right, that's Not definitely fun. what I like to hear because that's what we care about here. This is the cat. This is the cast that drips blood. We like horror. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but before we get into our picks, um, we're going to talk about what we've been watching. Starting with you, Maniac Mike. What have you been watching? <coughs> well, I've watched a few movies. Uh, the first one is called The Strings, which that movie will come up later. Uh, second movie, in honor of uh, Thanksgiving, I watched Blood Rage. It's a classic slasher from 1987. Um, and no, that is not cranberry sauce. Uh, I, I give Blood Rage an 8 out of 10. That, that's a, a good Thanksgiving slasher movie. Um, it is pretty low budget, but it's got some good practical effects. And it doesn't commit the sin of padding and slowing down in the middle. It just kind of keeps cruising through. Yeah. So kudos to, to it for uh, doing that. 
And then I watched the new Christmas movie called 8-Bit Christmas. And um, I, I honestly was not going into this movie thinking I would like it. But I came out of it actually really enjoying it. Um, it's essentially about a dad telling a story to his daughter about how uh, back in 1987 all the trouble and tribulations he was going through to try to get a Nintendo for Christmas. And in usual Christmas trope, you know, it gives you the meaning of Christmas and this and that. But it's actually a pretty effective story. And um, it really does have some similarities to like a Christmas story, just more in like an updated time. Hmm. Um, so I, I really do recommend an 8-bit Christmas. I give it a 7 out of 10. Uh, it is well worth a watch. Mike, did you uh, say that I would hate this? Yeah, just because it, 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 there is a lot of kid like shenanigans in it. Ugh. Y'all really think I hate kids bad, don't you? <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I, some of it's the kids on, are annoying. Again. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to be totally honest, but that's because they're kids in the late 80s. They're supposed to be annoying. Yeah. So um, I just, I, I don't think you'll like it. But Jody, Steve, I suggested it to them too because uh, I really do think they'll like it, so... Um, but I, I recommend it. It's a 7 out of 10. Um, it is on uh, HBO Max, so check it out. Hmm. Uh, and then a movie I haven't uh, logged just yet, uh, and this was one of Steady Steve's favorites from uh, two or three years ago, but I finally caught up with Jeremy Renner as the star in it, and that's Wind River. Um, hmm. That's a very good movie. Uh, it looks pretty. It's very well acted. The story is very engaging of um, essentially a, a, a fish and wildlife agent finding a dead body. And then it's an investigation after that. And they, they have to solve this um, seeming murder. You know, they, they don't know any facts right off, so they have to put it all together. And uh, where the movie goes, it is a pretty dark film. Um, but it's really good. It's very well acted by everybody involved. Uh, and I give that movie a 9 out of 10. Mm. Um, Deserving, though. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a, it's definitely a great movie. Um, I know I'm a couple years late to that party beating its drum, but uh, everybody needs to watch Wind River. Um, and then right now I am currently re-watching uh, The Witcher Season 1 because um, Witcher Season 2 will be coming pretty soon. Uh, and if you... If you haven't watched The Witcher yet, uh, you really need to, because it's pretty good, and um, it it's kind of jarring on its timeline. I, I just want to warn people about that, but in the end, you kind of see where everything fits together. Um, well, one thing I do like is they don't hold the, the audience's hand. They, they really do leave it up to you to figure out kind of how this stuff fits together. <coughs> um, and it does have uh, Henry Cavill as uh, Geralt. And he does a fantastic job. He really does. So uh, check out The Witcher Season 1. And Season 2 is coming in about a week and a half. Mm, so Not far away. Yeah. So right now, uh, Season 1, it, it's definitely like an 8 out of 10. 
uh, if you're really familiar with like the book series and the video game series, they do take some creative liberties. But some of it's to kind of streamline the story because the actual story takes place over hundreds of years at some points. And uh, so they kind of had to condense that down into eight episodes. And I think that they pulled it off and did a pretty good job. Um, so check it out. It's on Netflix. Like I said, season two. It's coming really soon. And that's what I've been watching. Heck yeah. Sounds pretty awesome. Definitely a good list. Catastrophe <clears throat> Caleb, what have you been watching? Uh, uh, I haven't watched a lot, actually. Uh, kind of <laughs> just been busy uh, with work and other things. But I decided to finally sit down and watch a couple films. Uh, I watched a film that you, Dave, have recommended. And I've mentioned getting the, the Criterion Blu-ray for this film. But you told me to watch it before I did, just in case. <laughs> and I can see why afterwards. I, I watched David Lynch's Eraserhead. It was on HBO Max. Um... I see what people mean now when they say Lynch is a weird guy. He's a he's kind of weird. Um, I enjoy any movie that can make me feel the way that did a lot. A lot of that was like like I I had that feeling a lot watching House. Um, and this made me this movie made me go what the absolute hell was that multiple times and like really in the beginning getting me to that point. Um, the, it was some weird imagery. It was some creepy music, uh, some creepy music and just sound in general. There was some insane, insane acting. Uh, and I do want to watch this again. Um, I do want to buy the Criterion copy. It is, it was really good. I really liked it. I thought it was pretty, pretty neat. Um, I agree. (laughs) I agree with you that this, this, needs to be watched either on a streaming service or a friend's copy before ever imagining yourself buying a physical copy of it because it did take me a while to understand some points and topics being made in the film. And even to this day, I'm kind of sitting here like, were there points and topics made in the film? Maybe not. I don't know. But uh, I'm, I'm trying to get, you know, the hang of art films. Uh, but uh, this checks off a lot of boxes when it comes to outrageous films necessary, like outrageous points and outrageous ideas made in a, in a really mind boggling film that I thoroughly enjoyed. I gave it, I gave it a perfect score. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hate a single thing about it. I, like there was nothing in it that made me hate it. Um, there was some disturbing stuff, but that was the point. Um, I thoroughly, I, I really liked it. Uh, yeah, I, I knew that me given that, I, I knew after I finished it, I was like, oh, I know what they're talking about now. This is actually really good. Um, so, yeah, and I, I, ended up, I adore that movie. I watch it fairly often because mm-hmm. it's a mood piece. I was introduced to it because of, you know, the poster that you have in your apartment <laughs> right now. So, Hanging very it, prominently above my TV. Yep. It's the first thing you see, probably, yep. when you walk in the house. And, like, the poster, when you first look at it, you know, you think, oh, it's just somebody's head. Mm-hmm. Well, until you watch the movie, you don't get the context behind the entirety of that poster itself. Yeah. It's, it's good. I really liked it. Um, and then I ended up watching Spencer, a film that just came out recently. 
um, about uh, about a, a Christmas holiday uh, that Princess Diana takes. Um, the only issues I could really see with this, um, you know, it, it's a great score. It's a great. It looks great. It sounds great. Um, and it, it, like the way, I don't know what kind of filter they put on it to make it look like it was back in that time frame, but it looked really great. Um, the only problem I have with movies like this is how much is real and how much is, you know, kind of exaggerated for dramatic effect. Um, but Kristen Stewart's great. She, she is a fantastic actor and, uh, there's, it, it was, I didn't, I went into it thinking that this film kind of wouldn't be my speed. It was good. I'd give it a recommendation. Uh, absolutely. Um, you recommend me check that. I, I was, I almost watched it and I chose. I, I recommend you watch it. I, I don't know if you'll like it, but I recommend that you watch it. Um, okay. not everything in the film I cared for. Um, but all in all, I didn't have a terrible experience. I gave it four out of five stars. Um, I need to watch it again. I need to, you know, now I, I I'm that kind of person that watches a film once like this and needs to watch it again to really appreciate it. Um, Kristen Stewart's great as Diana. She really, she truly is. Um, but there are some points that I didn't think, I didn't feel like it was princess Diana in, in air quotes. Um, but there's a lot of scenes. There's more than enough scenes to make it feel like it actually is. Um, so yeah, I definitely recommend it. I, it's it's a definite go ahead and watch it. So Sweet. that's that. that's all I've been watching recently. So all right, buddy. Sounds like a good list. Jigsaw Jody, what have you been watching? I started the week off with the second direct to Disney Plus Pixar movie. Uh, I am really bummed that this didn't go to theaters, uh, but it was called Luca, and it's about two best friends who are sea monsters when they're wet and humans when they're dry, and basically Pixar took the best things about Call Me By Your Name and The Little Mermaid and the movie, one of my personal favorites, Kings of Summer, and blended them into this heartwarming like tale of best friendship and I give it obviously a perfect score. It was so good. <laughs> obviously, um, what does that mean? Does that mean that you have a thing for these types of movies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, we would, uh, if we weren't have already covered it last year, we'd cover it this year. <laughs> um, but, and then I followed up right away, right as soon as it was done, I watched the Chow Alberto short. Um, which kind of gives a little like epilogue for one of the two boys, um, what's going on like since the events of the movie. So um, that was not bad, not bad. Nice, nice filler, nice little like dessert afterwards. Uh, we watched Love Hard <laughs> on Netflix. I actually didn't Love hate it. Love Hard. Is there yeah. any other way? Yeah. Well, it's it's a play on the quote unquote. Is it a Christmas movie? Is it a not Christmas movie? Uh. Love, Love Actually and Die Hard. So, but, uh, yeah. So, that, that, that actually I thought was rather amusing. Um, there may have been other reasons for that, but uh, my wife found it amusing, too, so we, we both liked it. Um, oh, my gosh. I watched The Eyes of Tammy Faye, finally. Ooh. And I've been waiting for this movie because 
I still have a vivid memory. I was born in 76, so I still have a very vivid memory of my mom and my grandma watching the news of Jim Baker getting arrested and just how indignant they were. And he was set up and this, that, and the other. And I'm just, and even when, like, okay, it was 1987. I wouldn't have had my birthday yet, so I was 10. At the age of 10, I was able to sit and tell. Uh, I'm sure that they are not getting set up if they're getting arrested and raided by the FBI. And to furthermore, my dad, who is a pastor himself, said, no, like, you don't be a pastor and have that much excess. So he was on the side of the police or whatever. So I just remember, like, everybody, like, all the adults talking on this night back in 1987 when Jim Baker was arrested. We had, they show them in the movie, we had PTL mugs. And we used to get, like, mail like that they would send their checks to, to the PTL club and the 700 club and all that stuff. Like, this is, this is like my childhood. So I would have much been rather watching Nickelodeon because my grandma had cable. We did not. So whenever I went over to my grandma's house, I was so excited to put on MTV or Nickelodeon. But half the time, if not more, it was on either PTL. If it was on, PTL or the 700 Club had to be on, like while dinner was happening and things like that. And I just wanted to jump off the roof. So, <laughs> but yeah, the so that. But I can just re, like vividly remember like getting the mail. Like we'd have stuff from PTL and stuff like that. So it was just like wow, it's like a blast from the past. And Jessica Chastain is like out of this world good in this. So. Um, yeah, I definitely expect, great. yeah. So I'm definitely expecting Oscar nomination for her. I haven't seen any of the others like Olivia Coleman and um, Tessa Thompson in the in some of the other roles that are getting up for grabs. And I haven't seen Spencer yet, but definitely Eyes of Tammy Faye is a good contender. I'll be watching out for that. And well, oh, and of course Lady Gaga is getting all kinds of accolades, including a Best Actress win this week. So. Bro. For House of Gucci, yeah, I know, I know. I won't, I won't get you started, but it is happening. It better not. If she gets an an Oscar nomination, and nobody she'll, from last night in Soho does, she'll get an Oscar. Now, David, you've been through this ringer enough. You know that's gonna happen. God, you're right. You know. You're right. I just don't want to accept it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's Jimmy. got any hopes of you ever being in the Academy. Uh, you're such a good sport because you deserve to be. Um, you're much smarter than them. Or dashed because I cannot shut up about how stupid they are. Uh, and I apologize deeply. No, it's, I really do. I, it's I mean. a. I'll take the hit. It's all good. <laughs> uh, do you guys remember when I sent you a movie called Mansquito? Yes, uh, yep. I, I actually halfway enjoyed that film. Well, I watched one from 1982. It was on multiple lists. It was covered in In Search of Darkness, and it was in one of my 50 horror movies that you've never seen kind of things. Well, if you've seen Mosquito Man, get ready for Cicada Man. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds awesome. It, it was complete and total nonsense. <laughs> um but I loved every minute of it anyways, even though I was laughing. I mean, I was, I was laughing so hard at Does one of the... Does it look at, stupid? Oh, it looks so stupid, dude. <laughs> yes. So, um, 
it looks so bad, I was laughing so hard. It's one of the worst transformations that I've ever seen. Now, the thing is, this is not trying to be a trash film. It was like a serious made film. So, Wait, so, so they actually thought this would be good. Yeah. Oh, so, and apparently it's got some kind of, Okay, Ian West has rated it 9 out of 10 three times. What? Yeah. Good old Ian. Leave it to him. Yeah. I'll, I'll so love that guy. He's awesome. The, the general plot is a woman is sexually assaulted by someone or something in a, like a Louisiana bayou. Naturally. And um, then 17 years later, her son starts developing murderous habits. You know, get it? Because they come out every 17 years. Oh, wait. This <laughs> is The Beast Within. No, I know about this movie. Okay, oh, so. Okay, yeah. Okay, so I know it by the Beast Within. Sorry. Um, oh, did I, I did I say cover. did I say it wrong? You said Cicada Man. It may be oh. Cicada Man. I don't no, know. No, it's not. Okay, that's my fault. I thought I said the actual title first, but okay. I was being facetious. It's not called Cicada Man. Okay. That's my bad. <laughs> no. All right. So there was that. I watched that. I've never um, seen watched... it. I want to. It's yeah, high on my list it. now. Yeah. It's... Yeah. It's really not trying to be bad. It's just like total. I mean, like total nonsense. So, um, <laughs> then I watched on Shutter just before dawn. It was one of the sixty-one days of Halloween selections. Uh, it should have just been called "The Trees Have Eyes" because it's hills have eyes in a forest, <laughs> and it blows. <laughs> so. And the hills have eyes kind of blow also. I know that's sacrilege from a lot of horror fans, but I'm pretty sure. I just had is. that debate. I mean, I was talking about how boring that movie is, and it, yeah. it really is boring. Now I could so. watch it in 4K and be bored. Um, I have the 4K <laughs> Blu-ray because I couldn't resist. Because that box art, man. But Yeah, the box art's better than the movie. Oh, it is. <laughs> And then I watched also on Shutter, Nosferatu, the 1979 Nosferatu by Werner Herzog, and it was every bit as beautiful looking and absolutely excruciatingly boring as any Werner Herzog <laughs> movie that you may have not seen, with the exception of Grizzly Man, which I do love Grizzly Man, but uh, yeah, there's there's probably ten shots of this kid just playing violin, it's like in the city streets. And it's just like art for art's sake. So, I mean, if that's your thing, go for it. Um, so, you think I would like it? Uh, I mean, it's a ger German language, PG-rated adaptation of Nosferatu. What I will give it is Klaus Kinski looks creepy as frick. Oh, it's got Klaus Nosferatu. Kinski? Okay, I'm out. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Sorry for the language, but... Oh. <laughs> Uh, educate me. Is there any reason why you're just not a fan? Uh, no, he is a he he is a rapist, and he's done it in front of camera crews. Oh. Uh, he's he's been involved in a lot of sexual assault issues. Uh, he's a scumbag, absolute oh, scumbag. I did. I never knew that. Thank you. Uh, he did in uh, Vampire uh, or Nosferatu in Venice. Um, he actually raped one of the co-stars on camera, and the movies and the scene. Um, in part is actually shown in the movie. Oh, yeah, it, it's it's vile. Sorry, okay. sorry to uh, sorry no, to bring no. it down. Or <laughs> no, I'm glad. Like, yeah. Um, rewatched the Fun House by Toby Hooper. 
and I always enjoy that. And then, but as usual, my takeaway from that is always, there's no way a human really, I don't know. It, it's probably bottom, well, it's definitely bottom five, but possibly even like bottom three Carpenter movies for me. Really? Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I watched was what I will be covering on the main segment, a movie called Sun on Shudder. All right. And that is it for me. Excellent. Sounds like a definitely a good idea. Uh, so I watched a good few films. I watched them, uh, the show Hawkeye. I don't know if any of you have seen that yet. Um, so I hopped in. Uh, it's interesting so far. It feels almost I've heard it's like... heard good. It is. It feels almost like the Daredevil Netflix show. Um, I'm really enjoying it. Um, so, I mean, it's still early in the season. I haven't watched episode three, so I don't have a whole lot to go off of. The characters are obviously likable. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, I mean, uh, Jeremy Renner is uh, really good in the role. Um, does a good job. Um, doesn't, you know, do anything horrible like, like Jeffrey Dahmer did. Um, but, yeah, not, Hawkeye's pretty good so far. Uh, so then I watched Ghostbusters, uh, the new 4K transfer. It looks great. The movie looks awesome, man. I, I, it's hard to say anything otherwise. Um, still love the movie. Uh, just a great time. I showed Maddie. She'd never seen it somehow, um, so she really liked it. And then I watched, I had to go and ruin it, guys. You know I'm good at that. I watched Home Sweet Home Alone. Oh, God. Man. I saw Joe. I saw Jody put out a tweet. <laughs> this is that correct? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I the, took a snip. It's like a zero point something out of five, isn't it? Like something crazy low. It's low, and um, I can kind of see why this is awful. And I don't think it's just blind nostalgia. Trust me. I if I if I'm the one, if anyone's gonna con- like you know combat that it would be me but this is not that it really is just a terrible movie even taking aside from the first one i don't really like home alone i want to be 100 percent real i don't think it's that great of a movie i think it's a lot of people's enjoyment movie as a kid and that's fine it's just this is a terrible film i don't think it's that hard how to make a sequel to that movie but they didn't they didn't do it well here my lands. It sucks bad. Stay away from this thing. The, the ending is about as convoluted and about as generic as it can be. Uh, it's just horrible. The idea was interesting, but nothing else was. So then I decided to uh, improve that day and watched the movie The Bleak from James Bell, um, uh, produced by Amanda Bell. So, uh, if you're not familiar with them, I talked about their movie Harm not long ago, and this one is from the same company, and the, the bleak is a, exactly what it sounds like. These people walk around and see uh, scary things go on. It's very weird, very experimental, and very, very low budget, uh, but interesting in its own way. Then I watched a movie from Massacre Video, who I began to uh, really quite enjoy their their movies uh, called Fetus, and uh, this is a very strange movie. Not as brutal as you would think it is, uh, um, although it definitely teeters on the splatter territory. But it's more about a guy who has lost everything, um, and what he's willing to go, the depths he's willing to go, to um, get that back. 
But uh, yeah, it's definitely interesting. And then I checked out, um, I don't, have y'all seen the Shock Treatment? Uh, the almost pseudo sequel to uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show? Mm-mm. Uh -uh. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know it existed until some of my friends, uh, Dustin and Jackson, told me about this. And uh, yeah, it's a good movie. It's really interesting. It's got, um, it's got uh, the, the lady who played in Suspiria, the lead role, Jessica Harper. Um, in this movie she's very prominent and uh, it's good it's worth checking out um, it's a good musical has some interesting stuff uh, you know the same kind of subject matter that's in Rocky Horror Picture Show just think Rocky Horror mixed with Death Row Game Show and you've got Shock Trip <laughs> uh, that is an awesome combination yeah I think you'll like this one Mike I, if, you, if there's a musical you'll like it's probably this one uh, I think you'll probably dig it a little bit um, but it was interesting. Then I checked out a movie called The Boxer's Omen. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's a film. This is a Shaw Brothers production, and it's glorious. Oh, my lands. This thing has some of the weirdest stuff involved in it. And it's just hard to explain without giving it away. You got a lot of martial arts. You got a lot of gore. You got a lot of weird, gross stuff. And then you got some cool visuals really weird um but i love this movie uh check out the boxer's omen i too watched tick tick boom uh with andrew garfield i thought it was good um i actually gave it the same score as jody um i thought it was a fine film definitely worth checking out i then decided to ruin that and watch a movie called men behind the sun uh, a notorious extreme film um about uh unit 731 uh, who uh, it was the Japanese army um, there was a unit within the Japanese army that experimented on Chinese prisoners of war um, and it was brutal experimentation um, just vile stuff um, they minimized them to less than human um, to the mind did brainwashing techniques just all sorts of stuff and um, the movie is definitely extreme because of it trying to tell a story it is definitely from uh, the Chinese perspective and making you feel, um, you know, and see exactly what they had to go through. And it, it, it was, it's horrifying, really. Um, a very dark movie, not for everybody, uh, but it, it did its job. It definitely educated me and uh, shocked me to realizing what this was, you know, and exactly the horrors that they went through. Um, so it, it was really good. Um, then I watched Black Friday to tone this one down uh, with. Bruce Campbell and Michael Jai White in it and uh, you hear those names and you're like oh boy this is going to be rough now this movie's awesome straight up this movie's it's got a little bit of hype it's worth it check this out immediately if you get the chance it is great so um, basically Black Friday at a toy store happens um, and that toy store has a weird alien type of thing crash through the ceiling which causes the Black Friday shoppers to go rabid so it's a very good concept works really well and uh, um, I know most of us have probably worked retail at some point um, and is both a cool commentary on retail but also cathartic <laughs> for retail workers too uh, very interesting film uh, definitely check out Black Friday I would say reminds me most of Intruder. Um, so, nice. But 
So it's got that same kind of, you know, store vibe. Uh, and then I watched One Ichi, uh, as in Ichi the Killer. This is the prequel. It sucks. What else do I need to say? It sucks. Bad. It's horrible. And then I watched the movie Encanto last night. Uh, very good. Uh, I, I love that movie. Uh, I do recommend checking this one out. Uh, beautiful music. Uh, wonderful story. Um, I loved the characters. This is one that I liked a lot. Like one that I would actually rewatch multiple times. Um, I would listen to the soundtrack too. And then I watched the movie Haunt again. Uh, the Blu-ray from Ronin Flicks I picked up while I was at V-Stock. Uh, Maddie had never seen it. Super awesome movie. I love that movie so much. So, uh, And I think y'all have seen Haunt, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. So that's all I've been watching. We'll be right back to get into Why Haven't You Seen This Yet? Shutter Edition. Welcome back. We're going to be talking about Why Haven't You Seen This Yet? This is our Shutter Edition. And uh, we're going to start off with Maniac Mike with your pick for Why Haven't You Seen This Yet? All right. Uh, my pick for why haven't you seen this yet is the 2021 film directed by Ryan Glover, and that's called The Strings. Uh, it stars Tegan Johnston, and she's really our main character throughout the movie. There's a few side characters, but it's mainly her. And essentially, it's about a struggling artist, uh, a, a musician, um kind of getting away from things and trying to find her creative spark. And as the movie goes along, uh, some things come out that, you know, shit, there was a falling out with like her band and stuff like that. And it goes into a little bit of a backstory with them and, um, the pressures of, of, you know, the band life and, uh, I guess semi stardom and stuff like that. But it, it kind of gives, a really cool excuse to have a pretty decent soundtrack and I'm not really into the music but for the movie it fits it's kind of real spacey and psychedelic sounding it's got a lot of techno sound to it um, not really techno but electronica sound to it uh, some synths and uh, it's really slow and moody and brooding uh, and it fits the movie really well because uh, the movie, I, I do believe, is set in Canada. It's real snowy. It feels kind of lonely, uh, dark. Uh, the, the mood and atmosphere in the movie is really good. Uh, the acting by our main actress, uh, Tegan Johnston, is really good. Um, and there's a few pretty good scares in the movie um, with, with some creepy photos that are taken during a photo shoot. And uh, they, they kind of tell a little bit of a story about a, a, a local haunted house. And um, I, I won't give anything away on kind of where the movie goes or what happens. Uh, but it is worth a watch. I give the movie a 7 out of 10. Um, I will say it's a little bit slow. Uh, it's only an hour and a half long. But by about 45 minutes in, I'm like, come on, something's got to happen. And finally, the, the, the last half of the movie, uh, it really starts to pick up. It's still pretty slow. But the scares that happen and the scenes that happen, they fit the movie's tone and atmosphere so well that you got to give them props for the, the cinematography, the atmosphere, and everything. It's, it's, kind of, it's a really good package that they put together for the movie. 
and um, it's on Shutter. Check it out. Uh, it's a pretty low budget film, but it looks good. Uh, they use their budget well, and um, the the soundtrack and acting really stand out. So uh, give it a shot. It's on Shutter. Um, it doesn't have a lot of reviews on like Letterboxd. Uh, or reviews on Shutter. It's only got a couple hundred reviews, and only one other person on my my list on Shutter has watched it. Um, David, Jody, I think you guys will both enjoy this movie. Caleb, I don't know. Um, okay. But David and Jody, I think you guys will enjoy this film. Uh, so check it out. The Strings, seven out of ten, and uh, it's on Shutter. Yeah, I'm really excited to check this one out. It it looked really good. Um, I've been meaning to check it out. I just uh, have been spinning wheels, unfortunately. But I'll probably watch it maybe tomorrow. I think that's probably when I'll get around to it. Uh, but it's definitely on the top of my priorities list. And this review kind of cements that for me. Yeah, it um, it's, it's a very cold movie. And, and I'm not just talking about like in its setting with snow on the ground. Um, it's very lonely. And uh, it done done on purpose uh, because some of the story that comes out about the main character, I mean, that just fits what she's going through. Um, and it's really good. So I, I really recommend it. Heck yeah. No, <coughs> I'm definitely excited. It sounds like a really good one. All right. Catastrophe Caleb, what is your choice? Uh, my choice, I, th- I think, was seen by every one of us, uh, but probably hasn't been seen by a lot of listeners uh the power it's a it's a british film featured on shutter um there's very few things that i am genuinely terrified uh, of and hospitals are one of them so i i decided that i would watch this because i was really wanting a genuine scare um this is creepy it's a creepy one um uh featuring like genuine events uh, in London that occurred. Uh, the the overall like development of the story itself being uh, financial issues, so uh, they would shut the power off to the city uh, o- overnight. And it's about a new uh, nurse uh, who comes in to this hospital. Uh, doesn't really want to like stir up any trouble doesn't really want to kind of push boundaries at all Uh, but it's a ghost story so ghosts and the idea of a haunted hospital really terrifies me genuinely Um, written and directed by uh, Karina Faith uh, featuring Rose Williams and Emma Rigby. Um, this is one of the few times that I was genuinely terrified. Uh, the last time probably before that would have been Diary of Jane Doe. So there's a running pattern that supernatural kind of like hospitals are kind of my go-to for actually being terrifying. Um, but yeah, I think all of us have, have watched it, uh, if, I, if I have that thought of correctly. Um, but I, I think this is a film that everyone probably needs to watch. Uh, Shudder's been putting out really good films this year. Um, and this is definitely one of them. 
uh, I, I can't really say anything else about it. it, it the, the, the title itself, The Power, kind of, when you watch the movie, you will understand more of why it is called that. Uh, I can tell you right now, it's not really a spoiler. It's it's more, it, the power means more than just electrical issues. So, definite, <laughs> definite, definite recommend. Heck yeah, man. I, I do love the power, and I do think more people need to see this. I think, I think this could even be a mainstream hit, um, you know, to the right audience. It's a really strong film for sure. Yep. Uh, so definitely check that one out. Yeah. Uh, Jigsaw Jody, what is your pick? My pick is a movie called Sun. Of course, it's on Shutter, same as you guys. Yep. Uh, it stars Andy Matichek, who was last seen marching the streets of Haddingfield, chowning evil dies tonight. <laughs> Did it? And in this film, she, uh, yeah, she's Laurie Strode's granddaughter in the, Hall- the new Halloween films. Um, hmm. She seems like she plays a little bit older of a role in this. She's got a son. He's about 10 years old or so. And it's about she, in the beginning of the film, she's escaping this cult. And she's pregnant. And she ends up in a diner and becomes safe. And then um, it's, I don't know, 10 years later, give or take. And she's living a normal, happy life with her son as a single mom. And uh, he suddenly develops a mysterious illness, like this kind of like skin virus kind of thing going on and to say any more would be you know the the, pl- the point of the movie is to unravel like what's going on with their son and why, why is it, the doctors can't figure out what's wrong with him um, but he's got these splotches growing all over his body and it's um, and it kind of unfolds like a detective movie too so um, the uh, it has Emil Hirsch in it as well as the uh, like the main detective that's sympathetic and all of that. So, um, yeah, it's just a, and it looks at, it's, it's, it's a great horror film. Um, it could have been, you know, if you want to subcategorize it, you could put it under like cults or you could put it under body horror or, you know, there's lots of different, you, you know, options for how you classify this kind of movie, but it's best to go in as blind as possible. Um, I would have given it an 8 out of 10, but I docked it down to a 7 because it, in my opinion, abuses the dream sequence trope, I, which I kind of hate, and I especially hate when there's like a dream and then it ends again as another dream. I really hate that. So um, it abuses that a little bit for my taste, but other than that, I would have given it an 8 out of 10, um, and I think it's a really solid watch. It's going to stick with you. All right. Cool. Heck yeah. I like that for sure. Uh, definitely a good choice to choose, and which leads me to my choice, uh, which is the movie Violation. Um, I don't think any of us, except for me, have watched this um, yet on Shutter, um, and it's probably my favorite movie they've released all year. Um, they've got a lot of good stuff, but this is directed by uh, Dusty Mancinelli as well as Madeline Sims Fewer and uh, has some uh, good actresses in it. Uh, Madeline's, uh, Madeline Sims Fewer uh, stars in it as well as Anna McGuire uh, and multiple other actors in it and it's um, really really good. I don't want to give anything away about it other than 
kind of the story is definitely about this couple trying to rekindle a potential divorce um, but there's definitely then in the process just things get way worse and really escalate anyway so I don't want to give anything away but this reminded me a lot of a Lars von Trier film um, in a good way I'm a little bit less misogynistic a lot of people think his movies are misogynistic I'm not sure um, you know on that but this one definitely definitely takes a female edge to it um, and talks about some topics it really needs to on you know again I don't want to spoil anything but it's uh, worth watching but it gets very brutal um, there's some torture elements in this that are a little rough um, around the edges but it all makes sense and it definitely all feeds into the story so uh, this is a high recommend for me it's an 8 out of 10 and I 100% recommend checking out Violation um, I, I know mine's a little bit short of a review but just check this one out if you got the stomach for it uh, for sure so, but that's all so does anyone have anything else we want to add before we close out the show mm -mm. all right well, I guess, uh, you know, y'all enjoy. We got a lot of really good episodes coming up. Um, so we have our um, typical Christmas episode, but we also have Jody's birthday episode. That'll be next week. And then we have our top ten lists. So uh, be on the lookout. So until then, we'll talk to y'all later. And that concludes our show. We hope you've really enjoyed it. If you did, don't forget to leave us a review. Find us on Facebook. But one of the most powerful ways that we can expand our audience and the show is for you to tell your friends about us. You know, if they love movies and you love movies, hopefully they love our podcast too. So we would love to hear uh, you spreading the word of our show to all of your friends. And uh, tell them about our community. If they have any questions about movies, we could save them some money on some of the bad ones and tell them what uh, maybe they should watch. Uh, but either way, until next time, we hope to see you all again.